Welcome to this episode of The Tack Rag. I'm Kevin Nelson, and I am excited today because I am doing this episode live actually at Auto Shop Solutions here in Apex, North Carolina, and I am going to be with Mr. Tony Mercury, who is, what is your, what's your title? Vice President of Revenue. And isn't that impressive? <laughs> <laughs> right? But we call it sales, he calls it revenue. But Tony, thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Well, I appreciate you giving us the, the this opportunity to be here because we're just starting a new relationship with uh, with Auto Shop Solutions, and and you know I've got some questions. And when when you and I first met, it it sparked all of these things in me. Okay, why exactly? Why yeah. are we doing this, right? But I guess my first question is: is what's your take, Tony, on where the industry? Where is the collision industry going? Yeah, that, that's actually a really good question. So we have a lot of collision clients right now, and we're seeing a, a lot of a, a few focuses shift right now. So we're seeing, and we're building a lot of OE certifications on their website. So really, you know, expanding their reach online. So if they're BMW certified, Toyota certified, and really, it's a, a lot more about teaching the people who are looking to get their car repaired from that accident of how, what that certification process looks like, how it retains the warranty, what type of parts they're using. So that's really important. Another hot button, which I'm sure we'll get into, is uh, DRP, work, DRP work versus self-pay oh, work. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really big. And then just, you know, why is it important to be online? Because I feel, so the cadence on automotive repair is someone's going to come into a shop two to three times per year, right? Where on the collision world, it's five to seven times or five to seven times, or I'm sorry, once, once every, every five, five to seven, seven years. years. Yeah, yeah, so I got yeah. tongue-tied. So that, that, that's an interesting dynamic. So I feel a lot of collision shops feel that they don't need an online presence. But, you know, I, I was sharing a story with you earlier that I got hit in a parking deck. And I didn't want to go through insurance because, you know, as a consumer, I'm afraid that my rates are going to go up. Are they going to drop my insurance, right? All those horror stories you always hear. So I, I started my customer journey online, right? Being in digital marketing, I'm very familiar with it. So, you know, collision repair near me, looking at Google reviews, and then just really being able to tell that story and translate it back to collision shop owners, that the importance of why they need to do all that. So we deal with, I mean, we love our independent collision center owners, right? Always, yeah. They are the backbone of our organization. And, you know, we see it every day with the, the consolidators mm -hmm. uh, are continuing to grow. Oh yeah. So, so can you tell me, are these consolidators, the the calibers, the crash champions, the the uh, the classics of the world, are they all active in these oh. in this digital space? Oh, absolutely, right. So their their website is professional and. We're so groomed at this point when we're doing any type of internet shopping of what a clean website from a trusted business looks like. So, you know, they have a lot of money to put behind these things. And really when it comes down to it, it's very affordable for independents to do the same practices they're that doing that they're doing. So, you know, website's gonna be that first interaction of what does the facility look like? Are they gonna fix my car correctly? That's gonna drive down to Google My Business and start looking at reviews. Because as a consumer, you're going down that path every single time, whether you realize it or not, and you want to make sure you're choosing the right thing. So if it's you know from automotive repair, collision repair, transmission repair, the buying journey is very similar these days. So if you're not doing what your competitors are doing, they're going to start getting all that business instead of you. Oh, no doubt. I mean, in my house, everything starts, even at my age, everything starts with we're looking for a rug. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go you're going to go online to go try to find that rug. You're going to look at the, you know, 
how many stars does this does this rug have? Mm -hmm. Is it was it a good purchase? Was it not a good purchase? So at Auto Shop Solutions, when you go work with a shop, are you just dealing with websites or What's the overall offering? Yeah, so if you look back at our business model 10 years ago, uh, the way we did it was really siloed. So we would do a website and then we had add-on services. So search engine optimization, essentially getting that collision center found on the first page. We would run ads and social programs as well. And then in 2018, we realized the importance of doing everything at the same time. Uh, and the, the term's really omni-channel marketing. So we focus on what we call the four pillars of internet marketing. So website, SEO, AdWords, and social campaigns. Because we understand the unison all those work together in to really drive the calls and the traffic to that collision center. So that way they're, they're getting found, they're keeping their, you know, their guys busy in the back and all that. I gotcha. So when you're talking about SEO and- Paid key, search, yeah. Paid search, key key search words, Correct. right? Yep. How, how does your organization do that for each individual independent? Yeah, that's a great question. So as a part of our onboarding process, they're working directly with our search engine optimization team as well as our paid search team to really understand that business by itself and what type of repairs they're looking for. Because we'll work with collision centers that are just doing cars. Uh, we have some that are doing RVs and even larger things from there. So we really want to make sure that that campaign is really tailored to what they're looking for as far as volume and what type of jobs they're looking for. So you just hit on something. So your services are not just for the auto collision. They could be for RV repair. They Correct. could be for heavy-duty truck repair. Exactly. All segments of that collision repair. Yeah, or yeah I actually got a chance to, we have a client in Connecticut, and I got a chance to visit their facility. And I've never seen, that was the first time I saw an RV paint booth. Because I've seen car paint booths, mm -hmm. right? And I know the scale of them, and just walking into that RV paint booth, it was just, it, it blew my mind the first time you seeing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so how different is it for your team in working with an independent, one of our customers is mm -hmm. one of your customers, right? Extreme right. here in Raleigh. Uh, obviously, Raleigh is a larger m market, uh, but let's say we got an independent in Peoria, mm -hmm. Illinois. How is it different for your team in structuring those four pillars for that small independent in Peoria versus in a more metro market? So we're lucky because we've been doing this for so long, we have the core strategy in place already. So we can walk into working with the collision center and already know 80% of what their business looks like. And it's that last 20% is their differentiators, right? So, you know, I'm gonna get into a little bit about the OE certifications I mentioned is talking about, you know, are you BMW certified? Are you Toyota certified? And why is a consumer that's important to you? So really start showing the differentiators on their website and even down to when they're scheduling their service, right? So they got into the car accident and we can integrate specifically with different uh, management systems. So one of them we can code right into the website. It gives you a box to type in your phone number and then through their management software, they can start doing the field work essentially, right? They're taking pictures of their vehicle and everything. So that way when they show up to the estimator, they have everything that's ready. They're even down to taking a picture of the, the door card with their VIN number on it. No, oh, very cool, very cool. And it's really, it's uh, to go back to it, it's, it's convenience, right? So I know CCC released a trends report and they were looking at what's influencing these buying decisions. And a lot of it is what's the warranty on the work? What's the trustworthiness of that facility? And then how close is it to either home or office? So we understand as marketers how people are searching and when they're searching. Gotcha. So you mentioned OE certifications. Mm -hmm. 
what is the trend? Is it more important for a shop to be DRP driven or to be OE certified? Well, that, that's a really good question. From my side as a consumer, I would say OE certified because if they, even if they are DRP and they take my insurance, I still want to make sure they're going to repair my car correctly and back to OE standards and specifications. So to me, that, that honestly would be my final driver of why I would want to work with somebody. And it's important because, you know, our client success team is, we're talking to our clients every single month. And a lot of the times the shops will have these and not even realize how valuable they are. So we make sure we're asking the right questions like, hey, do you have these certifications? What can I put on here? Are you ICAR standard, stuff like that? So we're asking all these questions, again, to build and enrich the website. So just like you're telling about your rug story, right, with that, that damage I had on my vehicle, I wanted to make sure that it was going to go back to the way it was originally. The paint blend looked good. You couldn't tell that there's a repair done. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So OE certification, critically important. DRP relationships, if they're there, how are those, are those a part of the marketing through the, the digital pillars it is. that the customer, that this shop is a state farm shop? Yeah, well, I'm actually going to touch more on that, the OE part. So and what we've noticed as far as trends is when someone has especially a luxury car brand, and we see this on the automotive repair side too, where if you have a Honda, you're searching for car repair. But if you have a BMW, you're searching for BMW repair, right? Because you're looking for that specialist. Same holds true on the collision side. So if you have a BMW, an Audi, a Lexus, people are specifically searching for Lexus collision repair. And that's where it's filtering it back. Then you can start asking those questions and it's a good opportunity for the person on the front desk to ask the questions like, hey, you know, did you want to go through insurance? Were you self-pay? And then we can start swaying that more to self-pay. And we have a lot of customers that, you know, are pulling away from DRP work and going to more self-pay. And this is really driving all that traffic for them. That's fantastic. All right. So if the customer, if, if our collision center customer wants to improve the self-pay, can, is there a way that auto shop solutions can do targeted ad campaigns in the marketplace through the digital marketing tools to be able to drive those that that awareness or those customers back to those customers. To yeah, those absolutely. Shops. So uh, that, that would go hand in hand with search engine optimization just to make sure that shop is coming up on that first page of Google. And the secondary campaign we're going to run is going to be a paid search campaign. So it's, it's literally a paid to play platform right on Google. So we build out a really keyword rich list of against all those keywords. So if you're searching for collision repair, uh, you know, BMW accident, things like that. We're buying ad space on behalf of our clients to make sure that they're getting up first and getting that. Yeah, that see, call. all of that stuff is really confusing <laughs> to me. We've got a guy. We've got a guy that does all that for yeah, us, and, and, you it's, guys, and it's really driving a lot of activity through our website that we had didn't even know was a possible. Right. Right. So I think it's really important for our collision center customers to understand these things really do work. Now, when you and I were talking before we started. So what are those things that the consumer, the consumers are most, when they go to look, what are they look, what are the key things that they're looking for? Yeah, so it's going to be shop reputation, and it's going to drive right down to their Google My Business profile, because that's self-provided feedback, right? Those five-star reviews. And a lot of consumers, and I'm guilty of it myself, I look at the one-star reviews. because I And I do it more so not to see if it's a, a bad shop or a good shop that I'm visiting. I want to see how, if I have an issue, how how is it getting handled, right? Is the owner saying, hey, I'm sorry you had a bad experience. Here's my phone number. Please call me. Or are they berating me online, right? And I don't want to do business with that shop. I want the shop. And I understand it's not everything's perfect. Variables are going to happen. 
but just in case if I do have a bad experience, how are they going to take care of me on the back half of it? What about is proximity, geography, is it important when in, in what the consumers are looking for? I'm looking for somebody that's close to me. Or is that not as important as I want somebody that I know is doing the right work? That, that's also a really good question. So in some instances, it goes hand in hand. So uh, our CEO drives a Porsche and she got into an accident and she brought her car all the way to Winston-Salem to get it repaired because it was a Porsche certified facility. She plans on keeping that vehicle for a long time and uh, diminishing value, is that the term, mm -hmm. right? She wanted to make sure that that wasn't a part of it, just in case in, in the future she didn't want to sell it, that she can prove that it was put back to manufacturer. Specifications, Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All but right. if it's, you know, unfortunately, uh, someone on our sales team uh, just got into two, he got into a car accident, and then a week later his wife got into a car accident, right? So they're out of a car now. So for him, it's going to be more convenient to get that work done closer because turnaround time is going to be more important on that factor. Gotcha. Gotcha. What, what are some of the things that you're seeing out in the field where you're visiting collision centers? Oh, all of the things that you're talking about, it's just that every a lot of independents are very concerned about caliber just came to my market. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. They're going to pull all of my insurance work away. Well, then that means you got to pivot. Mm -hmm. Right. We've got a, and that's what we're so excited about having this relationship with you. We don't do this, what you all do. Wouldn't want to try, but having, being able to align ourselves with auto shop solutions that has the experience and, and the capability for us to be able to say, okay, here they are, they're coming. Now let's talk about, here's a, here's an opportunity for you to work with auto shop solutions so that you don't lose that work that you've, that you've been accustomed to have. Yeah, we, uh, so you mentioned extreme. I got a chance to talk to Jason just over the years and he, he had a whole building and he only had half of it for his collision center and he was subleasing the other half to, I think it was a staffing agency. And right after COVID, once everybody got back on the road, and I don't know if you've noticed this, noticed this, but I think people, for the most part, forgot how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in Raleigh, yes. yeah. So I'm at the point where if I'm first in line for the light, I, I wait two seconds now because someone's running it, right? So Jason said that his business just boomed, and he contributes a lot of his success. It's, it's all web leads now, right? Because he's not doing DRP work for the most part, and he's getting a lot of that self-pay customer. So it's because he's been doing SEO for so long, he's just dominating that first page so he's getting those first phone calls so he's his business is like doubled like almost year after year with us gosh we could go down a whole nother path of of first page you just you just mentioned first page of that seo mm -hmm. how does how does a a shop an independent move up on those pages because it's dennis and our office was talking about well kevin we're we're down on page 17 right now we've got a we've got to grow we've got to We've got to have more hits to grow, move yeah, up. Yeah. So how does that work for, for the independent? So for the independents, SEO is really going to be looking at three things. One of them is relevancy to the search term. Are you a collision, collision center? Are you working on the specific vehicles? What type of certifications? Uh, and then they're going to start looking at distance. How far are you from that searcher? So there's a lot of things that go into it. You need content, the way the site's structured. So it's not just like, one switch you can flip. It's, you know, Google is famous for all their algorithms. They're always doing updates. So we do a lot of educational training for all of our services teams just to make sure they're up to date on the latest standards. And then even looking past that, like what's potentially coming down the pipeline so we can stay in front of things so that way it doesn't impact anybody's rankings. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, Tony, again, thank you for being on the TAC RAG. We appreciate what you're doing. We look forward to working with your organization. 
We appreciate everything uh, that you're doing. And yeah, great conversation today. Appreciate it.